Hey, it's Beth here. Episode 521. Okay, something really big has happened. I went to my old neighbor Jet's basketball game. They were losing terribly. It was so sad. He and his mom and I were talking. He, his mom and I were talking. He was playing basketball and he was great, but they were up against a very tough team. The guys, these are seventh graders. The other team looked like they were in college. I hate when that happens. So she and I are talking and she, her grandfather started a comic strip, a nationally known comic strip. She and her sister are taking it over and she went to AI and asked questions. And she was telling me this story. And AI had all this great advice and helped her come up with a um, business plan. And so I went home and asked Kit, thought about it. And I went to AI and I asked AI about my podcast. AI came back and said, you're doing everything wrong. I was like, what? So, you know, I'm, I'm normal. I'm, I'm handling it. Uh, I ask more questions and I find out that nobody does podcasts that are just 10 minutes long or 12 minutes long or 40 minutes long or 30 minutes long. Nobody does it all week long. It's irritating to people. I'm sorry. I can see that. Like you put your little earpiece in, you're ready to go. You have no idea how long it is or what's going on. And so AI said, do it once a week. I'm like, okay, I can do it once a week. And so I'm going to do it. And then it told me what time I was like, wow. So then I looked up on my little podcast site, 90% of you guys check in on Wednesday between two and four. So AI's right. Okay. I get it. AI's right. So I'm, I'm going to do this and I'm going to handle it. That was all AI had. I thought of other stuff that AI didn't think of, which is. I want to hear from you. I've got an email site and I'm going to put it on the bottom and I'm going to ask for your input. I'm going to ask you to help me make it better. Tell me about books you've read or if you wrote a book, I'll read it. Tell me what your grandchildren have talked about. Tell me what's going on in the world. And without saying your name, I'll do it exactly like you want. I will convey what you're thinking and then you can help me make it better. Tell me what restaurants are nice to old people. Tell me what movies you like. Tell me what's going on so that this can be bigger than just me. Tell me about a lady in our age group that started a company and tell me about the company. I'll interview her. I'll put her on. I feel like we can make this a place where we can go, where we can exchange our ideas, what we're doing, and not have to go through the gauntlet of millennials who aren't going to get us. Let's just take ourselves away, form our own little union group and and help each other ai didn't give me that i gave me that we can do it we can absolutely do it i want to hear funny stories about your grandchildren emily a friend of mine told me that her little girl sally is enthralled with home alone and she was talking to her father about the characters their names and she said and desperate is my favorite character the father goes who's desperate she goes, the mother, that's her name. The father goes, what do you mean? She said, well, when she went up to the counter, she said, I'm desperate. I'm desperate. I'm desperate. Now, see, I think that's funny. I want more of that. I, I want to hear everything you've got to say. And then I'll put it in, but I'll also keep everything else. Like 
next week is bed, you know, bath, bed, you know, home and bathroom magazine. It's got to come out. So that's still going to be there. I didn't see any movies this week, so that's not going to be there. Every week's going to be different. But I did find some good articles in the New York Times. So I'm going to just get back to normal, but have all this other stuff that is going to be so great that's from you. And you can tell me how to make things better. I'm all about it. I don't want to be alone. I want, I want input. I would love to go to my computer and it would say you have mail and it would be from you and you would tell me something. I would love that. I mean, I'm not feeling alone, but I feel like I would like a community too. And I would like everything. I want to hear everything. And we're from all different countries. So, but we're all the same age. So we all have the same issues. So anyway, that's my dream. That's my absolute dream. I would love it. I would love it if you press like, because it does make a difference. Or if you shared this on your Facebook and we just got more people and we got more people with more ideas. It's be so fantastic. So that's my dream. I'm going to, I'm going to go to my, um, news hound right now because something happened that set me off on January 28th, Sunday. It was called One Man's Life as a Neighborhood Crank. Okay, it's this article by Mark Healy. He is failing, okay? He got dropped by magazines. He can't make it as a journalist. He is now unemployed. And he says that he feels like he is acting like an old man. It is. It's the most horrible article. Everything he says about us is just, just horrible. He says he's starting, okay, he's starting to think uh, like an old person, be cranky, curmudgeony, bothered by noises, bothered by people. And he says it's early onset geriatrics. I mean, my, my blood was boiling by the time I finished this article. And he said, it says he's unemployed and that's why his um, behavior is socially unacceptable because he's uh, old people are unemployed. I'm like, really? Who does the volunteer work out there? Look around. It's a bunch of blue hairs like you and me. We're doing the volunteer work. We're not just sitting around yelling at people about, you know, noise that they're making or picking up their dogs to or whatever. That's not us. So he goes at the end. Um, I've never been terribly empathetic or patient towards older people. Sure. I recognize the ways in which they're marginalized in contemporary America, ignored by marketing and pop culture, stymied by relentless, impatient technology, and robbed of the status they have in other cultures. Older people are sidelined, benched. You'd be cranky too. I'm like, this is why we need to, you know, circle the wagons, because this isn't true. So I wrote a letter to the editor to the New York Times. You think they're going to print it? No, they're not. Because I looked it up. They only print letters to the editor from important people. Really? I feel like I'm a little bit important in this article because he's, he's, he's putting us all down. So maybe if I could get a bigger voice, maybe it would be a voice where I could fight back and uh, just ask this guy to look around. Um, get some stats on who does volunteer work. Who's Who's, who's being, uh, you know, who gets the police reports for being an obnoxious person? It's not going to be us. 
We're not that way. We're nice. We've learned from life. We just want to make it better. So anyway, my, I'll let you know if uh, my, Wall, my, my New York Times letter to the editor gets to the editor, but it won't. Okay. Then there was this article about Callista Flockhart, who is really so cute. I wasn't Allie, Mc, Allie McBeal. That was too, uh, I was too old for it. I was too busy with kids. I wasn't watching it. She's adorable. Mary Harrison Ford, happy for her. They have adopted a little boy. He's now in college. He's adorable. More power to her. She's a great person. Nobody can say a thing against her. Okay, she is starring in this television show called Feud, Capote versus the Swans. This was happening when I was a kid in New York. My mother and her friends were riveted when Truman Capote went out and bashed all of his lovely ladies that he lunched with. And she gets to play the most important character. She plays Lee Razowell, and she is like the darkest. She was the darkest of them all, the most in pain. She was so jealous of her um, sister. And actually, during this period, she was married to Herb Ross. And I had some friends. I have some friends who had a house it was an antebellum house in this little town called, um, it wasn't Colleyville, anyway, outside of Atlanta. And Herb Ross was making a movie and Lee Raswell was married to him at the time. And he just kept talking about his ex-wife. as Not his ex-wife, his departed wife. Lee could never get his full attention. So that marriage failed because he was still in love with his wife who died. So. I mean, I guess Lee Raswell never got a break, is what I'm trying to say. So no wonder she's irritable and rotten and viperous and dark, all the words they use. Okay, the interesting thing to me is Demi Moore is in this playing Anne Woodward. She was a showgirl who shot her banking heir husband to death. There was a book written about this, The Two Mrs. Grenvilles, and they would eat at my actual uncle's restaurant, Uncle Jim had this restaurant called Rothman's in East Norwich, and they would go to it and they would pretend to be talking, although they had nothing to talk about. They, they were always showing off their great marriage, which was not great. So my Uncle Jim knew all about him. And anyway, she had been a showgirl slash maybe prostitute, meaning that um, after the shows, men would take her out to eat. And when she went to the restroom, they would put $50 or $100 in their purse, kind of like Holly Golightly in uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. And everybody knew it. And Billy started dating her and they got married. And he started cheating on her and coming home late. And so what happened was one night he came home late again and she got the gun out and she shot him. And she told the police that she thought it was an intruder. She got away with it. My mother, when my father would come home late, this is the God's honest truth. The house would be silent. My father would be tiptoeing into the bedroom. He was a salesman. This was how he excused it. And he had to entertain his customers. So sometimes he'd roll in at like one or two in the morning. And my mother would be in bed and you would hear her say, is that you, Billy? because that's what um, that's what Anne Woodward said to her husband right before she saw, shot him. And then my mother would go bang, bang. 
all the women were doing it on Long Island. I cannot wait to see this. I hope it's great. It's got so many good actors. And I mean, the actresses in it are just amazing. Jessica Lang, there isn't anybody that isn't in it. So I'm expecting the best, hoping for the best, because with all these actresses and this storyline, it's just got to be great. So that's called Feud Capote versus the Swans. I will watch it for you and let you know. Okay, so then there was one other thing in the paper, and this was in the Wall Street Journal the next day. I, this one kills me. It's so great. It's called These Crime Fighters Weigh In at 1,800 Pounds in Soare, Brazil. They have a military police that, that has very rep, very good reputation for being tough. And it's, it's, a, it's a city where they have completely gotten rid of crime. And the way they did it, you will not believe this, they have buffaloes, 1,800-pound buffaloes patrolling the streets with a man on his back with those big horns. <laughs> so these buffaloes, I mean, beats the heck out of a nice horse, are there. And that this is not the most amazing part. The most amazing part is the city's surrounded by lagoons and everything. And so the reason they have these buffaloes is because there are places in this area that cannot be reached by motorbike or even boat. But a buffalo, you can can always get there. So a buffalo will chase these guys into the water until they catch them. And this article doesn't really explain what happens after they get them. I can't imagine it's uh, pretty because everyone in Sore, Brazil is behaving themselves now. It's 2,400 people. <laughs> the guys used to have to wear bulletproof vests. Not anymore. It's like this site alone is enough to keep small time crooks at bay. Water buffaloes roam. They roam parts of South America. They are native to Asia and they're still a very rare sight in most of Brazil. So that's the other thing. <laughs> These people, and I honestly, I saw moose once and I almost passed out because they're actually so huge. But this water buffalo, it looks like Hannibal should be on his back. It just, <laughs> the fact that he can chase you through the mud. And then I don't know, does he just lick your cheek? I don't think so. I think he probably uh, maybe causes a certain amount of damage. So that's, <laughs> that's my favorite. And the picture of this guy. Oh, and it says, of course, takes no bull. So, in, so if you're going to Sore, Brazil, um, don't even lock your car. Nothing bad's going to happen to you in the city. Just stay away from the buffalo and you'll be fine. So that's an amazing creative way to get rid of crime in a crime-ridden city. I think it's my favorite and I'm not sure. But so far, I love it. So, okay. Okay, this is what else I've got, all right? So I'm going to, as we do this, um, make my podcast longer because I'm going to have a whole bunch to say. And you're going to give me more to say. So it's going to be probably 45 minutes or an hour. Once I get rolling, this is called, my son told me this is called the week of transition. So I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I've got no more spa music because Alexa has let me down time and time again, and nobody has music, but this is the greatest. So I had to find music to start my podcast. Well, everything costs a fortune. 
And I have the other reason, okay, I got to be honest. The other reason I'm doing this is for a week, I had some commercials in the podcast at the beginning, remember? And they don't cut a check till you get to a certain amount. And I was just under that amount when all of the, uh, the podcast numbers went down again. So I feel like when people look at my podcast, it just doesn't look like it's professional or anything. So the other reason I'm doing this is I really want to succeed. I really, really, really would love to see a check with my name on it. I'm going to be honest with you. It would, it would thrill me no end. I've been, you know, 34 years writing screenplays, never selling one, getting really close options, blah, 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 but never that check with my name on it. Once I was, did jury duty and I got my name on a check. It was $384 and 52 cents. I'll never forget it with my exact name on it. I just, you know, I'm going to be 70. I just want, I want to win. I just want to win. And believe me, if you have something that you've done that you would like someone like a book, do you have a book that you self-published or something? I'll read it. If I like it, I'll tell people. I'll probably love it. Just let's all just work together and help each other. And I don't want anybody who's under 50. I want them to go find their own people that they like and their own music and their own everything. I want to know what you like. My friend told me about this book. It's called Fellowship Point, written by Alice Elliott Dark. She got it for free on Kindle. It was in the free category. It was written like in the early 200s, you know, 205 or something. It's a fantastic book. It's been lost in time. It's about an 80-year-old who got to write anonymously, which I would have loved to have done, and her friends, and they've got this place in Maine, and the story is just so great that I'm reading it slowly. I love it. I don't want it to end ever. It's like my friend, and I haven't felt that way in a very long time about a book. This woman, I'm going to, I haven't even had the guts to find out if she's still alive. I hope she is. It's an amazing book. Lost in time, because I'm sure the person who read it for the New York Times book review was 12 years old and didn't think it was interesting. Why can't I read it? I want to read it at 70, hoping you at 70 will want to read it. Why can't we have our own little clearinghouse of what we're thinking and what we're liking? Because it's not that. It's not what they're doing. I'm positive. I am done with superheroes and and science fiction and whatever else they're doing. So that's the other thing I want to do. I want it to be a place where we can share what we're doing, what we have, what we're doing. The other thing is quick tips like Diane Renner, you know, my editor at large of the, you know, Home and Bathroom magazine. This is an amazing tip. I did it yesterday. You get a hamburger, right? You bring it at home, you know, take out picked it up, brought it home. By the time you get it home, the hamburger's cold. She takes the meat out, puts it in the microwave for 30 seconds, and then puts it back between the bun. I, because I'm a connoisseur, took it when it was back in the bun, put it in the microwave for 10 seconds, and the whole thing is hot. So different. I can't figure out what to do with the French fries I have to ask her. Tips like that. That's an amazing tip. 
It's going to improve my life 100%. And it took me two seconds. No effort. Big time payoff. I know you've got a million tips out there like that. And I want to hear them. And I want to pass them along. And I won't use your name if you don't want me to. I'll just say, my friend in... I won't even name your state if you don't want me to. Just tell me what you know that I don't know. That maybe nobody knows. And then maybe every... Maybe once a month I'll have a guest on who can answer some of the questions that we have. You know, like, um, how do you talk to your friend who just lost their husband? What do you, how do you help people or whatever? Just ask me questions and I'll ask us. And if I feel like we need more, I'll get some expert in. We'll have an extra visit once a week for that question to be answered and maybe some others. I've got a friend who's a grief expert. I've got a friend who's a therapist. I mean, I, I can, I can help us. I don't know anybody who gardens, but listen, Diane Renner with that, with that health tip on what to do with your burger. She's an expert when it comes to how to make food good, how to make it delicious, how to feed everyone at the table and never hear, I don't like mushrooms. She feeds people. She feeds them happily. Everybody cleans their plate. No leftovers. I'm going to get her on. I'm going to ask her how she does it. So she said she just looks at the table and what are they eating? You know, they don't want, they don't want, you know, uh, what do you call it? They don't want any um, pomegranates. They don't want any blueberries in something that shouldn't have blueberries. They don't want anything blue going on. She knows these things. So going to get some serious help from people because you know I've got what I've got but it's not much I mean I'm only one person and then old movies or old books that you really loved let's talk about it you know the, the stuff that's coming out right now is junk most of the time so that's what I've got all right so if you if you like this idea press on the like button it's that thing on the bottom with the heart it makes a big difference. It'll make a big difference to me because I'm nervous. I would love it. And then if you want to, maybe not this time, maybe next time, if you think any of them are good enough and you want to share it with your Facebook friends, that would mean the world to me. That would help me so much. And it would help everybody who's who's telling us about books or anything else they're doing. We can help each other. So this is what I've got. I really want to do this. I really want to get to know you. I really am tired of being here by myself. I want to hear what you've got to say. I will run to my computer to see if I've got mail. And I will respond to everything. I will love it. I will love it. I want to hear from you. I want to know what's going on in our age group. No one else is talking about us. I can't find anything anywhere. Let's talk about what we're doing. Let's talk about how we're coping. And coping isn't a good word. Let's talk about the fun we found, the fun we're having, the whatever, the restaurants that treat us well. Let's all go to those restaurants. If there's an old, if there is a movie that comes out, that's great. Let's see it. Or on Netflix, if something's out there that's old, that we've never seen, let's all get together and view it so that Netflix will find out that Old people are out there and they want to see. And I don't, I don't, I don't mind calling us old, really, to be honest. I don't mind it. I'm not proud of it, but it's what I am. I don't know if I like senior. If you have a word that you like, 
that you think we should call ourselves? Tell me, because I can't find one on my own. Tell me what you're doing. Tell me how to make it better. Give me advice. Tell me what you want in the podcast, because I'll add it. Just, just let me, and let me know if you want to be a guest. Just let me know what you're doing, who you are, and let's just, let's just round this thing out. So AI didn't give me all that. AI just started my ball rolling. My little snowball is about one inch around. It's at the top of the hill. I can't, I can't make it move by myself. I need you. I need your help. I need your guidance. I need to know what you think is funny. We need to laugh. We need to learn. We need to do everything, but let's find a place right here. Help me grow this thing in whatever direction it should grow. So that's what I've got. I'm very excited. I really want this to work. I really want to get to hear from you. I really want it. Help me succeed and I will help you. We will just do it together. So I didn't realize what a powerful thing this could be. It could be great. It could be ours. It could be a place. So, and, and maybe it'll create other places. I just, I'm pretty, I can't even sleep. I can't even sleep. I'd say I can't even eat, but that wouldn't be true. But I cannot sleep. I'm excited about this. I hope it'll work. I'm so nervous. Please like it. And I will be back next Wednesday between two and four. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm staying sane. Help me stay sane. I appreciate it. Bye-bye.